Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I'm so happy that you are here. Yay! So again, like I said, like I said last episode, I'm going to figure out some music. I'm going to probably read down the same music from Lowray, the producer, and I have her interview to share with you all as well. Um, but until then, this episode is brought to you by the Black Girl Creative Collective, which is a free community of Black women coming together. I'm just supporting each other, encouraging each other. I've taken a month off, and so I can't wait to get back in that community. But I'm also building a community, a paid community for women to come together and really deep dive together, really journey together. It's going to be like a six-month membership kind of thing going on. And more details will come for that in the future. But either way, welcome. I'm happy to have you here. Yay. Be sure to follow me on YouTube at Alicia Renice the Artist, on Instagram at Alicia Renice, and now on Twitch, because I'll be recording the episodes for the week on Twitch. And then, yeah, you can interact with me there. Um, this is something new. I like this a lot. And so, yeah, I'm excited. Okay. So let's get into today's episode. Yay. All right. So today we're going to talk about building your own table. All right. So I have talked extensively about dreaming and about doing and about how we should like do things with ease and like with kindness and nothing is more frustrating when you have gatekeepers for what you want to do. Right. So I started this podcast, this other podcast and this other group called Black Girls Make Music. And essentially it's about, Black women coming together, whether they're DJs, singers, songwriters, um, what else? Guitarists, instrumentalists, um, if, whether they work in A&R, producers, all this good stuff, coming together and supporting each other, right? Because we know, and, I've, and I'm going to actually look up the statistics because I literally saw the statistic recently, um, but we know that Black women especially are, women in general, but Black women specifically are a marginalized group in the entertainment industry. And so when I was listening to podcasts out there, I was like, I'm not really seeing... I'm not seeing me, right? Like I'm not seeing myself. I'm not seeing my people. I'm not understanding like where we are. And so I would see them in little pockets of places, but it would be like an anomaly, right? Like it would be, it it wouldn't be normal for us to see each other. And so let me look up this, this um statistic. Okay. So she is the music is a foundation uh, started by women in the industry. So here we go, right? Black women are missing in the music industry. So this is, this is the statistic. 7.5% are managers. 7.4% are publicists, 4.2 are execs, right? 1.2 are agents, 4.8 are A&R. So like, yeah. <laughs> so there's a need for Black women in the music industry because we influence so much of it. I just, like, what are we doing, right? And so um, if you want to follow me there on Black Girls Make Music, it's a podcast and a community, feel free. Um, But either way, to talk about like, you know, wanting someone to give you a chance. Like we always hear like, oh, well, you know, make more seats at the table or take your seat at the table, right? Or we want a seat at the table. And for me, I really realized that I don't necessarily want a seat at the table if it comes with this, right? Because the truth is, even if they let you at the table, they're only going to let you eat certain amount of things, right? They're only going to let you um, access certain amount of things. They're only going to let, and, and it usually has something attached to it. It's usually not for free. Like sadly, when, um, when, you know, me, the Me Too movement was starting out, like you heard about all these women who, you know, we see as like, oh my God, you're famous. Like you're, you're an actress in this industry or whatever. But what they had to do to get that, to get that role, to get that, um, assignment or to, you know, be seen as serious, like was horrifying. It was tragic. And so if we want to sit at the table, we have to accept what comes with that table, right? And so for me, I think I'm just in a space where I just want to build my own table. <laughs> I just want to build my own table. And for you, I'm telling you, stop waiting for a gatekeeper to give you to give you a chance to, you know, I don't know, let you flourish and build your own table and you flourish by yourself. So a real life example, right? Like I am a photographer um, by trade. Um, I'm a photographer by trade. I... um. 
I make money from photography, essentially, but I also have projects that I want to do, right? And I've tried to appeal to um, audiences that are mostly white and say, hey, I have this project I want to do. Can you all like fund me? Can you, you know, sponsor me? Like, you know, because why not, right? Why not? Like people get sponsored all the time to do their own projects for other things. And so for, if I want to highlight black women, then why can't I be sponsored? And so um, some people said yes, but never followed up. And some people never responded. And I was like, am I going to sit here and wait for someone to give me permission to shoot what I want to shoot? And the answer is no. I'm going to do what I want to do, right? So so I took it upon myself to start my own project. I'm starting it this summer again. Um, it was called The Free Black Woman. And essentially, I wanted Black women from all over, right, to come together, all body shapes, all, all heights, all, you know, sizes, all backgrounds, all beliefs to come together, share what they want to say about themselves, because the world tells Black women all the time what to say, what to feel, how we should act, how we should look, even, again, going back to this bonnet conversation, Lord God, like, leave us alone. Like, everyone is telling Black women how to be and how to act except for black women. I mean, but even you, you look at the Monique situation, even Monique was telling black women how to be, but even from a male's gaze, right? From like through a male's gaze or from a white gaze, right? And so I wanted black women to come together and be able to define themselves for themselves. Shout out to Audre Lorde, like be able to define themselves for themselves. And so while I took their photos, I still interviewed them. I still asked them questions because I want them to be able to answer for themselves. Like even this, this stereotype of the angry black woman, like we know that's not true, but we have a lot of things to be angry about, right? We're not angry. We're passionate. And a lot of times our passion gets um, mistaken for anger, even though the anger might be one of those emotions. There are a myriad of emotions that she won't give us because you look at us like animals. You feel me? Like you look at us like we're beasts. And so I wanted black women to be able to represent themselves well in their own way, to show up how they wanted to show up. Even if they had a bonnet on, please come, 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 go get this um, photo with the bonnet on if you want to, like, because we are more than just what other people say that we are. We're not monolithic. We are multidimensional. We are different. Like, listen, I grew up in the suburbs. I'm looking for some representation in movies for me, like a black girl in the suburbs. Everything that like black women in film, a lot of things that black women in film go through is a lot of trauma. It's like trauma is a part of the black experience. Yes. But there is so much more that has not been explored because the world looks at us like a monolith. It looks at us like a monolith. Um, I was arguing with this man in the comments. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not healthy. But um, he was like, you just want to be a hood rat. And I was like, I'm not a hood rat because I grew up in the suburbs. But even if I was, why is me being a hood rat a problem for you? Like what? Shout out to my hood rats. Like, <laughs> like what's wrong with that? Either way, I can go on a whole tangent about this. But my whole point is we cannot, we don't have the privilege or the luxury for someone to care enough to bring us a seat to the table. It's just not going to like, and even when it happens, it's like, oh, we've met our quota. Like, look at all these people with all these diversity programs and stuff like, oh, look, we have a woman, we have a black man, we have someone who belongs to the LGBTQ community, like, you know, like all this stuff. We have someone who's older, someone who's younger, check, we're done, right? And so beyond then they don't care, right? And so instead of waiting for, again, permission, like instead of black, we have never gotten anything waiting for permission. And whatever we have gotten has always been attached to other things. And because I want to play outside of their rules and their games, like I'm going to create my own table. And that's one reason why I created Black Girl Collect the Black Girl Creative Collective and Black Girl Creative Podcast and Black Girls Make Music because I wanted there to be an outlet and a resource and a platform for Black women to be represented and re be represented well and to do it on their own dime and their own time. When I interview people on this podcast, it's their story. 
I'm not swaying them either way. And even if we might disagree on some things, how they feel is how they feel. Like, and it's, there's no um, prerequisite to come on this platform. So if you're interested, feel free, email me, let me know. Um, but either way, like, we really have to build our own tables. And yes, that is more work. Actually, no. I feel like it's more work to beg someone to to make a space for you at the table. So now people got to, you know, they're going to treat it like it's like laborious, right? Like when you think about a dining room table, think about Thanksgiving, how full that table is while you're feasting, right? So when you're feasting, you know, everybody's full to the brim, knees are touching together. And so just imagine someone coming in and saying, hey, can you make room for me? And you're like, girl, where? How are we going to do this? Right. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. But I'm saying that this is how it happens. They're like, now we got to move some stuff over. Now people got to take a cut on their paycheck. Now people have to like actually think beyond their own experiences to be able to, you know, resonate with or create a fair space for these other people. Like, because really when you talk about equity versus equality, I don't want equality. I want equity. I want equity because we're not starting at the same place, right? And, and so for a lot of people, it's going to ruffle, ruffle a lot of feathers because people don't want to give up what they have to benefit somebody else. They're going to see that as oppression, sadly, even though that they've been doing well and all this other stuff and what, whatever is fair, they don't want to do because it's going to mess up their check and their bag and their experience, right? So even learning about diversity stuff, people get irritated about learning about why you should be more sensitive to other diverse cultures. It's like, it's literally costing you nothing. <laughs> like, I don't understand. There's free diversity training all over the place. But either way. Um, so instead of like hemming and hawing and waiting for people to get up and seeing if people will say yes or no, and then lifting up their, their plates and moving it down the line or whatever, and like having people side eye me and like roll their eyes at like, because now they're all cramped. I'm not doing that. I'm going to put that same energy it takes to ask for a seat at the table to make my own table. <laughs> to make my own table. And I really want you to do the same thing. And no, it is not easy. And yes, it is difficult. Sometimes it is hard, right? But the truth is, if you go with other people, it becomes easier. It's easier to do than just by yourself. You cannot save your you cannot save the whole world. We're not superwoman. I know the world treats us like that. Like, oh, the black woman's, you know, um changed Georgia blue and like look at black women came out in droves and black women are marching in the streets for black men's lives and all this other stuff, like, which is wonderful, right? It's all it's all well and good, but it's exhausting. <laughs> it is exhausting. We are not superwoman. We're not supposed to be superhuman, but people treat us like we are, right? Right? So go together with other people, build together. If you know somebody else who was in the industry, who's trying to get like in music, reach out to them. Hey, can you come together and like work with me? And again, come to Black Girls Make Music because that's what I'm trying to do here or Black Girl Creative or whatever your thing is. If you know women who knit, right? And people aren't letting you, if people aren't letting you in their fashion shows, create your own fashion show. If people aren't signing you to the label, create your own label, right? Like if people aren't, you know, letting you have, letting you have space in their gallery and their museums, create your own gallery. Like we have to stop putting so much worth and value on things just because white people say it's good. Like, does that make sense? Like just because the majority says, oh, this is what we should esteem to even the Grammys, right? I might never, ever win a Grammy in my life. I mean, but we already know like the whole system is all jacked, right? But I don't care. I'm not interested in that. I don't care, like, because my measuring stick for my own worth and my own value and my own art is very different than what the majority says it should be. And so for yourself, like, I don't care if Smithsonian never puts your art in a gallery. Your art is still beautiful. Your art is still valuable. It's still worthy, right? It's still worthy of attention and love and care. Like, it's still worthy, right? I don't care if they never sign me. 
I'll sign myself. <laughs> I don't care if they never help me like develop my artistry. I'll figure it out and I'll help other people develop their own, right? So whatever I learn, I bring back to my community. And what I'm trying to tell you is instead of begging people, begging to belong, instead of begging to want to be a part of something that is oppressive in the first place, like even when you think about labels, right, specifically, like I said, when they make space for you, when they give you something, it's always something attached, right? People who want to get signed, they see, oh my God, I got signed. It's the best day of my life, right? But they don't tell you that it's an advance. So they want that money back that they gave you, right? They don't tell you that they're going to make you make, what, three, four, five albums just for you, right? And until you're out of that contract, you can't do anything for yourself. You have to ask permission before you, like, wear a pair of Nikes or color your hair. Like, I remember when Beyonce, um, she was, they were talking about, like, I think she had, like, L'Oreal, like, a deal with L'Oreal. And she could only use a certain hair color or a certain hair product. I don't want to be owned by labels. Like, one, like your money is nice, but my freedom is nicer, my freedom is better. So if I'm going to create a table, I'm going to make it less oppressive, less, uh, less, you know, evil. I'm just going to say it less evil. Um, and, and live my life, like live my life. So again, if somebody doesn't want to let you into that school, right. And into that prestigious program or whatever, get together with a group of your homegirls who sew and who make clothes and make a collective and a, like a collaborative effort to learn from each other. You see what I'm saying? Like, cause everybody has something to offer that you don't know. Build your own table, do your own thing. And it is easier said than done, but it is way easier to build your own table than it is to beg for a space of somebody else's. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you got something from this. Please let me know what tables are you going to build? Please let me know. I would love to hear it. Um, but yes, until next time, you all keep loving each other. Keep loving yourselves. Keep creating, keep building your own table and don't go it alone. Don't go it alone. Like, like the African proverb says, you know, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with others. So yeah, you might get fast, but you're going to get burned out. And it's going to be very thin, right? Very, very tall, but not, or very shallow without it being very deep. But the more people that you have, the more complicated it gets, sure. But the more um, impact you could have. So just like, what is it? Soul food? <laughs> when when a big mama was like, you know, this don't have this much power. This finger don't have that much power, right? But when you ball it into a fist, you could do some damage, right? <laughs> On From soul food, if y'all haven't. If you don't get the reference anyway, but it's true, like more together, right? Build our own table. Stop begging these people who don't care about you to make space for you, who are going to give you space in anger and in contempt and in jealousy. I don't want that. I don't want that energy. I don't want that space. I don't want to play your game. So if you're not going to, if you're going to make me change who I am to play your game, I'm not going to play no more. I'm going to create my own game, create your own game, y'all, because you're worthy of it. Uh, your art is worthy of it. And the people that want that, that are to be impacted by your art they're worthy of it too. So don't, don't doubt yourself. Build your own table. Okay. So until next episode, you guys keep loving each other. Keep creating. I'll talk to you all soon. All right. Bye.